Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. As I uh, have already coined it, Junk Food Tuesday. Yeah. What do you got over there? What's your... uh... We have candy corn. We have only pumpkins. We have sun chips. We have cliff bars. We have Starbucks double shots in a can. (laughs) And a heart attack later today. I love that. I haven't been to the grocery store in weeks. I was going to say, there's always... You don't go to the grocery store for a little bit. You run out of food. You got to buy food at work. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're dependent on your work's break room. Yeah, we've got a whole like concession stand up in our break room with all sorts of goodies. And don't think it didn't cost me $10. Because <laughs> it did. <laughs> it's probably actually cheaper than a grocery store at this point. Yeah. Uh, they did get rid of the refrigerated cheeseburgers though, which I'm a little upset about. Yeah. I don't know why. You know? <sighs> Just something refreshing about going to a refrigerator in a kitchen at a radio station. And there's like refrigerated hot dog in bun. Well balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff you need. They got to keep us energized, keep us full, keep us focused. You know, if we won the Powerball, this wouldn't be a problem given that nobody has won. Now the jackpot's up to $1.73 billion. In case you're wondering, 2.04 is the record. We'd have just enough money to get an intern and send them to do our grocery shopping. (laughs) Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, We've got Carly Pierce tickets at 8 o'clock. We will play the big three as we do. And we'll also play a fun game for some Six Flags Fright Fest tickets at 7.30. It is the 31 mornings of Halloween. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. A lot of country music artists, children could care less about what their parents do. <laughs> and a lot of times you'll see like Thomas Rhett's got a new song out or he's playing it around the house or he's practicing or he's recording something and the girls, they don't care at all. Yeah. They're like, Dad, we're not phased by you or your so-called career. Stop trying to make us millions. Exactly. Stop writing us songs. We don't care. Pops. However, John Party's house, it's different. Right now, he's got an eight-month-old baby girl. Her name is Presley, and she's absolutely giddy every time she gets a private performance from her dad. Singing about That's pooping awesome. in diapers and... <laughs> Knowing her name, and she's loving every second of it. I think this is a, uh, a standard for all dads. You must make up songs about your children. That's kind of what I was imagining, because I could totally see you doing this when Emerson was probably this age. And a fun fact that I learned recently, it's not about babies, probably about babies, but dogs in particular supposedly get like a little serotonin boost and get really excited and happy when you add their names into songs. So if you're making up songs around the house and you start adding their names into it or you like sing things at them, it gets them really pumped up. So now I can see you doing this around the house. Oh, it's all I do. I have songs for everything. Zeus the pooch. Exactly. (laughs) And so I assume it's probably the same way with kids. So he's sitting here singing songs for Presley and she's loving it, obviously. John Party's wife, Summer, is the one filming it. And Summer's been known to say how excited she is that 
the little girl looks just like John. Mm. And I'll tell you what, that is a party if I've ever seen one. <laughs> like, she's got her dad's face. Yeah. There's no denying it. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I posted the video and a picture on our Facebook page and Instagram story. So you should go find us and watch it there. Remy and Casey. What is your fall must-do activity? 314-699-4766. What is that thing you always have to do no matter what? Every single fall. I think for us, it's become the pumpkin patch. Got to go to the pumpkin patch. We can't just go to the store and get the pumpkins. I don't know what it is about autumn, but it is the one season of the year where I do have the must-dos. I'm not this way in winter or Christmas or or spring or summer, but when fall comes around, I got to have the candy corn. I've got two gallons of apple cider at my house. Yeah. I've got movies lined up when Harry met Sally later today. What's up? Okay. All We've right. We've got to hit the pumpkin patch. We've got to carve them. Check, check. Done that. You said that uh, the gingerbread man had never been to a pumpkin patch before last weekend. Isn't that wild? That is very wild. And he did grow up in the county, but I don't think that's an excuse. Like, you yeah. know, it's not like you're that ever that far away from one. But he, he did. He had some J's on. I was like, hey, <laughs> before we do this, you got to go change your shoes. And, and he was very concerned about what we were getting into. Yeah. Uh, I've just put some boots on because you never really know. You're walking right. through an orchard. You're walking through a pumpkin patch. You know, I don't know. I just I feel like I've never done the whole go get your own Christmas tree thing where you chop it down and everything. But this kind of feels like a lesser form of that. Yeah. But just going to see the pumpkin where it grew, you know. At Eckert's, they have all these different flavors of pumpkins now. It's not just orange. They got white. Oh, yeah. They have like blue pumpkins. We picked up like a Tiffany green looking pumpkin. And isn't it crazy? They'll be like, oh, yeah, we have Tiffany green pumpkins for only twice the price of an orange (laughs) one. Well, they're conveniently heavier. And that's the one thing that I noticed. Emerson really wanted a white pumpkin this year. And I was like, okay, whatever. But they weigh so much more Mm. than a similar sized orange pumpkin. Uh, I think we came out of Eckert's with $70 in pumpkins and apples. Oh my God. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was kind of like bracing myself for the price because I knew that that pumpkin was so much. Yeah. Or weighed so much. Um, but yeah, we always got to go to a pumpkin patch. We always got to go to an orchard. And I think the other thing that we like to do is um, at least Columbia. I know that a lot of the smaller towns have like a parade yeah. for the kids that they can go to each one of the, like the businesses downtown oh, to, and get uh, candy. Trick or treat. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. It's way more convenient, especially when Halloween is on a Tuesday this year or something. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't matter though. When I was a kid, we were trick or treating. Didn't matter what day of the week it was. That's kind of how I felt like it was for us too. Oh, here's my question before we leave. When you were trick or treating as a kid, were you chaperoned? Uh, up until a certain point, but I feel like it was it was a lot younger than you might think. <laughs> yes. That's something that I've also noticed is that to see trick-or-treaters without a chaperone these days would be so rare. And yeah. I never, like once I was done being chaperoned, I was too old to trick-or-treat. Okay. So was that was say, never for me either. Probably like eight or nine. I think my parents let me go. And we just go with a group of friends around the neighborhood with, you know, our pillowcases and try and get as much candy as we could and my parents would stay home and they would pass out the candy you know what i mean were you also amongst the razor blade kids <laughs> we were the part of the razor blade kids you know <laughs> you know what i mean when we it were started out there eradicating razor blades all over the place right when things started to be like oh well parents gotta be there you gotta oh, yeah. check their candy we always had that i mean i feel like that's always been in existence if okay. you're taking candy from 
As it should Strangers. be. Yeah. You got to check it. Just curious. Check it for razor blades. What's your must-do fall activity? Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. Jessica says, apple picking and apple cider at the local orchard, and then mm. going to the pumpkin patch. With the sweater on. I've gone to the same pumpkin patch since I was a kid. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and now I take my kids. Yeah, no, I don't take my. Uh, Kim says my favorite part of fall is raking leaves and letting my raking. letting my daughters jump in the pile. Of course, apple cider and pumpkin patch first fire uh, pit with some s'mores, and that's another thing. Bonfires. It's, it's yeah, fires. You know, we had yeah. our first one the other night, and it was nice. It's not too hot anymore. Like you have them over the summer, and it's just like blazing. And now it actually has a function. Yeah, like, it has a purpose. Uh, from the three one four, we're a haunted house family. Once the kids got to be teenagers we hit up all the haunted houses locally the darkness only gets better every single year that's fun yeah yeah i always remember working they don't have us out as much anymore at these haunted houses but i remember october in like 2011 12 mm -hmm. was packed we would do sometimes we would do like two or three haunted houses in a weekend that was the same time frame when i was in high school and that was the thing on the weekends all the kids would go out together and hit all the haunted houses in st louis or yeah. like the haunted trails in illinois and i, I was never really down because i'm too much of a sis but <laughs> i totally remember that would you, are, you, are you someone that gets scared easily like do you feel like you could survive a haunted house pretty yeah, well i could do a haunted house i i the biggest thing for me is the jump scares like you, yeah you, i'm always i've Usually I'm the front and the front of the line as I get pushed there and you can kind of see everybody resetting and getting back into place. And so, you know, kind of where to expect the jump scares, but they don't ever go for me because I'm a, I'm a dude. Right. They go for the girls. And you're the big guy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, 314-699-4766. What is your must do fall activity? Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. I'm be real with you right now. There's not a whole lot of sports stuff going on as it relates to St. Louis. At least you're being real. Yeah, we're in the we're in that like in the in between Blues Cardinals yeah. season, and yeah, usually yeah, yeah. we're talking about both of them at the same time because Cardinals go to the playoffs. But uh, Blues will start obviously this week. Uh, so until then, we talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Because that's <laughs> all there is left. So and nice I, of the Cardinals to give us a breather this year. I do have to say, if you're looking for a Halloween costume, just in the nick of time. Genius. What a perfect couple's costume this is. Uh, I was on TMZ and they were talking about how this... Uh, this website called Three Wishes. It's an online Halloween retailer. They say that their Taylor and Travis-inspired get-ups for this year are far and away the most popular costumes. Uh, the Taylor-Travis duo costume is their second fastest-selling product in the company's history. Do you know what was first? Barbie. 2020. Think about what was the most popular COVID. Netflix oh, show. Stranger Things. No. Tiger King. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. That's a good one. Tiger King. Carol Baskin. Come on. Wish I had that right now to play because that's an awesome song. <laughs> uh, Tiger King costume from 2020 is still the reigning supreme. Three Wishes says they're uh, out of stock right now, but will re-up on the 16th. And I got to say, you don't need to go to this place. You can go to Johnny Brock's and get that. Or facts. just... Have a Travis Kelsey jersey and, you know, wear what you it's wore to the Eras Tour. How are you going to spend probably $300 on a jersey just for one night? If you're a real fan, though, you probably already have a Travis Kelsey jersey. If you're a real fan. And if. And you have a blonde girlfriend. <laughs> I was going to say. And you, now your trailer. 
if you've been to the Eras Tour, you have your costume already. Right, you're already set. You can't not dress up for that. Uh, the Chiefs will take on the Broncos on Thursday night, so we don't have to wait as long this week to see if Taylor will show up to the game. Uh, a field invader, that's what they're calling them these days, at the Orioles game on Saturday, was speared by a security guard, body slammed to the ground like a rag doll, and carried out by his arms and legs. A field invader. What do we call those runners? Streaker. Streakers. Yeah, streaker runner. Yeah. Uh, speared. Speared. Meaning? Uh, it's a, it's a, is it Goldberg? Correct me, listeners. I, I believe it is Goldberg, the former wrestler, who his move was the spear. And it's basically you, you, you tackle them. Oh, and you just lead with your head? Yes. Yeah, it's a fantastic move. They, they're taking people out on this field. And I think these security people, I think that's all they look forward oh, to. Yes. All season long, they're just waiting for their moment to get out there and get yes. Especially if you saw this dude who ran out in nothing but tiny little briefs that said virginity rocks on them. Uh, this he stormed onto the field. He didn't get very far. Like, come on. Like, part of this game is how far can you get without getting caught by the security guards? Right. He immediately was just tackled. Uh. He tried to get up. He was slammed to the ground again. Uh. The video. That's what I'm saying. Why are they slamming them to the ground? It's it is great. hilarious sometimes, but other times I'm like, come on. Why are you cuffing the kid? No, I'm, he I'm was just him. running. I'm slamming him to the ground for sure. If I'm, if I'm a security guard, I'm taking that as my opportunity. I think you come onto my field. A teenage boy's dream. <laughs> they grow up to be adults and yeah. wait for this moment. <laughs> uh, my next job is going to be security guard at Bush Stadium. Yeah, keep an eye out, everybody. <laughs> Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Actress Brooke, whoa, Brooke Burke admits to almost having an affair with her professional dancer while on Dancing with the Stars. And she explains why people fall in love and why so many couples emerge from the show. Remy, you were into Dancing with the Stars for a while. There's too much touching. You know what I mean? There's a <laughs> lot of it. <laughs> I feel like you, you stick two people who are most likely attractive sure. in an environment like that and you end up, you know thinking that there might be something more there. Actress Brooke Burke won her 2008 season of Dancing with the Stars, during which she was partnered up with longtime fan favorite Derek Huff, mm. who now I think is a judge. She said on... So Cheryl Burke has a podcast. Cheryl okay. Burke, I think, is also a little unscrewed. She's jaded from the show, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I so mean, she's, she's probably the most veteran yeah. that's still kind of... In the mix, I guess. She is laying it all out there. So Brooke Burke was on Cheryl's podcast and Brooke said, had I not been married, I would have actually hoped to have a love affair with Derek Huff. Mm. You're intertwined with someone's body when you're dancing. There's no way that I've ever been so connected with anyone besides my husband. So for three months, you're in someone's arms why do you think people fall in love? How many times do you go through an experience with someone where they're all you've got? Yeah. When she put it that way, it kind of all went into perspective for me. I was like, okay, you are spending five days a week training this one dance where, yes, like Reming says, a lot of touching is happening. Man, Probably just, a lot of laughing, but also a lot of like blood, sweat, tears. Yeah, just think about five days of the pasta doble. You know what I mean? The sensual, I don't really know, but. sultry dance. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> okay. Now think about doing that with your sister, and I think that's where Derek Huff's 
where he shines. Yeah. yeah, that's why they couldn't have an affair. <laughs> but when she goes on to say, like, how many times do you have this experience where, like, you are judged by the entire nation? You're judged by professionals. You are put down every week in as much glitter and fringe as they can get on you. Mm. Trauma bonding. And there's only one person by your side through that. It's trauma bonding. Yeah. So many couples leave together that didn't start off as couples. So I made a little bit of a list, just a short one, because it, the list is like infinite. Nikki Bella left with Artem. Now they're married with a baby. 90s actor Matthew Lawrence left with Cheryl Burke. Now they're divorced. Yep. Alexis Wren and Alan. Mario Lopez and Karina. Amber Rose and Val. Cheetah Girl, Sabrina, Sabrina Ryan and Mark Ballas. Drew... I'm sorry, not true. Sean Johnson, the gymnast. Yeah. And Mark Ballas. No. Oh, yeah, girl. They didn't have a thing. Oh, yeah, Isn't girl. she like happily married and has like a YouTube channel with she her? She was on it when she was 17. <sighs> oh, Mark yeah. Ballas is quite older than. Chad Ocho Cinco, American Pie, Shannon Elizabeth. All mm-hmm. kinds of celebrities go on Dancing with the Stars and come off cuffed up. My wife and I started dancing together and now we're married, so. See? <laughs> yeah, see what happens if you're trying to stay single, stay away from the dance floor. <laughs> yeah. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. I think everybody has a word or two or three or four that they just can't say well. <laughs> For me, it's always been rural uh, yeah, I think that's a thing for everybody with the R's. If yes. I'm being honest, I think it's a this area thing to not say rural. Yeah, you say, you say rural. R-U-L-E. Rural. <laughs> rural. Like. <laughs> rural king. Yeah, rural king. <laughs> uh, there's a little uh, study being done on social media where they're taking everyday words that they know people are going to stumble over. Aluminum. Aluminium. Aluminum? Is that one of yours? I was guessing aluminum. Oh, it's not on the list. I was actually, I, I made a bunch of post-it notes here, and I was going to have you read them. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Uh, let's 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 start with this one. Let's see if you can read my handwriting. Abominable. The snowman's the only reason I know that word. Say it again. Abominable. Yeah. Everybody, well, you didn't add the D in there. I feel like there's people who add a D in this word. Yeah, you're right. Abominable. What's this word? Oh, you're this over, is the you're, Nemo word. You're concentrating too much. You just because say it, it doesn't look right. It's anemone, but what it's spelled the same way Yosemite is. Like when you see it, you want to say anemone. <laughs> anemone and Nemo. I love it. A lot of people will say anenna. Anenami. Yeah. Instead of anemone. Well, it didn't help that in the movie the kid couldn't pronounce it either. That's true. Didn't know where he lived. What's this one? Mm, here's another one where you just skim over a few letters. Brewery, but I think we pronounce it brewery. Brewery, yep. Brewery. Here's a fun one. This is a this is a great word. Mm, another one that when you read it in your head, you say posthumously. <laughs> posthumously? <laughs> posthumously. He's dead! You actually taught me this word, posthumously. Posthumously. We already did rural. Right. How about this one? Acai. Yeah. But people will say it and freak out, or they'll see it and freak out. Acai. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last but not least, 
One of the funnest words in the world. That's really long. Worcestershire. <laughs> Spelled as looks. Man, I have heard this word said so many different ways. Worcestershire sauce. Ugh, when people put it into this to a sentence and they're not yeah. thinking about it, it's the Worcestershire sauce. A lot of people just say Worcestershire or just Worcestershire. They'll be adding and deleting Worsh. syllables. Yeah. It all, uh, all of a sudden, sudden becomes like you you came from Washington all of a sudden. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, we're going to post this up on the Facebook page. You can check it out there. Just go to 92.3 W-I-L and have fun uh, testing your friends on things like posthumously and right. Worcestershire sauce. The 31 Mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey, powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. All right, all this week we've got four packs of Six Flags Fright Fest tickets. We're playing a game that we play in the big three called At the Movies. We'll play a clip from a scary movie. You ID the movie and you could win those tickets. This one might be a little more difficult today. Mm. We love that. Challenge them a little bit. Yeah, because yesterday was super easy. I didn't know it. Yeah. The craft. It's on my list. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. It's actually, uh, it got like a three and a half star out of five, but... That's like a C plus. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) All right. Here is today's clip. Somebody sent this to me. Oh, sorry. Somebody sent this to me. Oh, my God. Someone knows. Ooh. It was an accident. Ooh. Any ideas? Yes. You do know? I play it one more time. Okay, I'm going to play it one more time. Somebody sent this to me. Oh, my God. Someone knows. Ooh. It was an accident. All right. Yes. If you think you know it, 314-954-9230, and you want to go to Six Flags for Fright Fest, those tickets up for grabs right now. If you can ID that Halloween movie. Hello, this is Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Uh, all this week, we've got Six Flags Fright Fest tickets. If you can identify the movie that this clip is from. Somebody sent this to me. Oh, my God. Someone knows. Ooh. It was an accident. What's the movie? Is it I Know What You Did Last Summer? Solid movie, right up there with uh, Scream for me, I'd say. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I would agree. Any uh, any movie where the killer's weapon of choice is a hook. And they're always teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, congratulations. You're going to Six Flags Fright Fest. Thank you. All right, we got Katie and Winfield on the phone. Going to be playing alongside Casey this morning in the big three. Want to spin that wheel? Great game to play today. It's called Back in My Day. I hate this game. 31 Mornings of Halloween Edition. I was never alive on that day. <laughs> it's because it's Back in My Day, not your day. We should we should rename it to Back in Your Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, you can go to Katie for one of these if you need help. It's going to be a series of questions and sounds and things like that. So we will start with question number one. Casey, what is making this noise? Give your best description. Katie. (laughs) Do you know what that was? I want to say a witch. So I can see this in my head. It's like a piece of Halloween decor. 
and it's a witch or something of the sort with glowing eyes, and it sits like your mom bought it, and it's so creepy. <laughs> like it's like motion sensed or something. That's the only thing I can come up with. Okay. Final answer? Yeah. All that? Question number two. 1995 was the year you were born. Facts. And it was also the year of this fictional kid's game show character who was quite the jet setter as she moved around the world trying to escape young gumshoes. This was the most popular costume of 1995. Young, she was escaping what? Young gumshoes. Is that a person? Yeah. Well, it's... A rapper? No. <laughs> yes! If there is not a rapper named Young Gumshoes, there better be soon. What's Gumshoes? Like a, like a, like a detective. And it's a she, and she's running from them. Yes. Ah! Oh! You should have got a Katie on this one. Katie. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say Sailor Moon. Do I want, don't know. Do you want the question again? Really quick. Or would you like to pass? 1995 was the year that you were born and was also the year of this fictional kids game show kids character, game show character. who was quite the jet setter as she moved around the world trying to escape young gumshoes. This was the most popular Halloween costume in 1995. A kids game show? Like what, when you get slimed? I don't know. I don't know. I have to pass. Final answer? Yep. Pass. Number three, name this number one Halloween movie from 1999. I want to tell you my secret now. I see dead people walking around like regular people. Um, That's that, like, Kiefer Sutherland. The Sixth Sense. Final answer? Yes. Okay. We now go back to Katie. Katie, how many out of three do you think Casey got right today? Two. Okay. She did two. I can handle that. Did she do two? Run it. Ah, I'm a little lenient. Run it. I'm a little lenient on that first one. What was it? So it's it's a shaking ghost. It's like the ghost that hangs. See? And it's like it wiggles. Yep. Yeah. So I think they did make <laughs> I think they did make a witch version of that. But I just remember walking down the Halloween aisle Ugh, in, yeah. the, in the grocery store and you'd walk by and all those things would just go off. In 1995, the year you were born, the most popular Halloween costume and the main character of a kid's game show was Carmen Sandiego. Oh, I don't know what that is. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? You don't know that song? <laughs> you don't know that song? No, not even a little bit. And name this Halloween I movie. I tell you my secret now. I, I see dead people. It's The Sixth Sense. Which had an awful ending, by the way. One of the worst endings of all time. You know, I don't think I've seen that movie. Ugh. Maybe I'll put it on my list this year. However, yeah. that Carmen Sandiego, that sounded like a breakdown in a Santana song. How do you not know Carmen Sandiego? Because she was traveling the world while I was in the womb. <laughs> How many times do we have to go over this? Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with KC Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Reba. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Is revealing if she got the chance to visit someone who's passed for less than 10 minutes. She's telling us who that person would be. Reba McIntyre told the Today Show that she's been imagining meeting her parents in heaven thousands of times. Um, I think 
her mom was the one that's passed away most recently, and that was in 2020. She says her new song, Seven Minutes in Heaven, explores exactly what it would look like to visit heaven and spend some time with her mom. Only seven minutes. I have seven minutes in heaven. I know just what I do. She also released the video. The thing about this is it all comes out in good timing because she's just released her new album, Not That Fancy, where she does stripped down old songs. And now she has this new song and she's got her new like book coming out that's like a cookbook, but also photos of her family and her mom's old recipes. And so all of these things kind of tie together hand in hand. Yeah. And the video that was just released, I watched it this morning. It's very good. And um, it will make you cry, promise. You see Reba Watley, she walks into a dark room and the only thing in there is a restaurant booth. And as she walks up to it, you see the back of a woman who's sitting in it, or the back of her head. And she has a big whole red head of hair. Ah. So you know who it is. And Reba walks up and puts her hands on her shoulders and says hi and sits down next to her. But you never fully see that woman's face. And so the whole time you just allude to knowing what's happening here really hits hard. Okay. See, I was thinking about a different seven minutes in heaven. So, when I <laughs> the saw the song title, I was like, the, or- the origin of this phrase, I must not know it because I, this is much more wholesome and meaningful than what I associated that with. I think uh, when I was growing up, it never really, you always see it on TV and in shows and movies and stuff, but it never actually happened in my real life. Right. So. Yeah, totally. It's unfortunate. I should have looked up the origin of this phrase because I also had the same that's, reaction of, huh? That's how they get you, though. You know, it's like a play on words. That's that so, clickbait. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go, Reba. Reba! Gonna make us cry when we think we're getting into some of it. We're going to the closet or something. Yeah. Hate to bring down the vibe, but in case you need a little Reba or healthy cry in your life, you definitely need to watch that video. I'm posting it to our Facebook page now at 92.3 WIL. It's officially spooky season. 31 mornings of Halloween. With Remy and Casey, powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. Last week we talked about tarot cards, and we even got a tarot reading right here in the studio. Yep. Uh, the Moon Tree, M- Moon Tree, Moon Tree Tarot. Tarot uh, did our readings and determined that in a past life I was a general. And this is the second tarot card reader who has told you this. Yes, six years apart. Right. So it was pretty interesting. And we were really excited to hear what kind of reading she was going to give to me. Yes. So you decided on getting a horseshoe, which is like... It's more of like a horoscopy. What's going on now? What's going on in six to 12 months from now? So right. let's, let's go back to that. What's happening in this kind of two-week frame of time that we're, that we're in that we kind of refer to as the present. You have a connection that is a work connection, which it could be Remy. What's up? Most likely. Yes. <laughs> Do you feel as though that there have been has been any big news that has kind of shifted what's important to you recently? We're supposed to have a meeting in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's all staff, that would be very All staff. I might get a new co-host. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. So there's this is just a sense that something's emerging, something's changing. Next, we have what you are expecting. This is like a painful truth. So the swords are words and thoughts, and two swords represent truth that's not being told. 
three swords, that last sword, that's the truth. That's piercing through it. So a lot of times this can be it can be gossip. It can be um, a relationship with somebody that's not working out. With community, I can't help but think that this is about work. And the five of swords would indicate that maybe you're not in the best position to meet the needs of the people that you're most wanting to meet. We get to six to 12 months and my cards decided to go to your career even though we didn't want that. <laughs> there is some relationship or activity that is causing wealth for you, accumulation of profit. Love it. Okay. Yes. So, And you find it very profitable and you're staying in it because of that, but you're asking yourself, it's not quite as much as it could be. Here I, I have something that is working and it's functional, but there's no flowers, there's no fruit. And I've put all of this energy in. What if I did something more even? Crazy. It is funny how a lot of it pointed back to career when our original goal was to stay away from that because because <laughs> in the beginning, whenever you were saying like, okay, let's narrow it down. What do you want to talk about? I, I think my biggest thing is career but I didn't want to, to say that, that. Yeah. you know? Right, I didn't right. want that to be the thing. The cards know. The cards, cards know. know. They do read the energy. How is there a place, are you always traveling or is there a place where listeners can come and see you and get readings? Um, yes, people can come to see me to get readings. The easiest way is to just call me because I do I do read at different locations on different days. So um, the best way is to just give me a call um, and go to my website and give that's, I'll get your number, your email address, everything. So that's moontreetarot.com. Love it. Anything else? Great. I can't wait to tell everyone about this. <laughs> <laughs> Obsessed. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank in. you. Thank you. So it sounds like uh, you're changing careers here soon. So and it sounds like I'm about to be rich, girl. <laughs> I'm about to be rich and I'm about to be up out of this joint. See ya. So. <laughs> Thanks to Moon Tree Tarot for our tarot readings. Uh, that video will be on all the 92.3 WIL socials. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now visit aircomfortservice.com today we say thanks to shannon clark nominated by katrina franks he's a fire chief deputy coroner emt crew leader shannon is so selfless in his dedication to his work it is rare to see someone that puts their entire life and uh, heart into helping others he has spent many sleepless nights away from his family answering calls just so he may be there to help someone else katrina sent a request song on behalf of shannon and it's george Strait. check yes or no's on 923 W-I-L. That's it for us on this Tasty Tuesday. Speaking of, uh, we are extremely low on candy corn right now. Yeah, we are. No worries. I have more bags in my house. Okay, fantastic. I'm always prepared. It's October. As long as we are covered, that's all I really care about because we went through those pumpkins, we went through the candy corn, and a day and a half. The studio corn needs to stay stocked throughout the month. <laughs> and the hilarious part is the minute we leave the studio... Whoosh, yeah. It gets put away. It does get put it's away. It's only you and me. I was thinking that uh, we should get one of those. Have you seen those cereal dispensers that they have at like the Continental yes! Breakfast? Yeah, we need one of those, but just candy corn. Different flavors of candy corn. That could be so dangerous. <laughs> and I know that everybody who hates candy corn is either, you know, if you mix it with peanuts, it becomes a payday, or uh, they think we're crazy because that's all we eat in here. Right. Wax. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I heard somebody made it in the 1980s and they're still on the same 
the same supply. Same, so. same batch. Yeah. Same. Uh, it's, it tastes great. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, we do celebrate the 31 mornings of Halloween every single day here on the show in the month of October. So uh, we'll get back to that again tomorrow. If you miss anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey show podcast and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 92.3 W.I.L.